Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piorski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most, here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative news, and uh, Craig... Guess what day it is. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Today is hump day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend, sometimes with success, sometimes not. But as I like to say, the fun is all in the trying. How is your hump yep, day going yep. thus far, sir? Much better than my Taco Tuesday did, Craig. Um, <laughs> I had uh, yesterday, as uh, folks, uh, I was unable to join you, is because um, we decided to uh, not do the show from the bathroom where the tacos were revisiting me. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> that was that was I, that was an executive decision, and uh, I think it was a good one. Listen, I got to tell you, when when we when COVID first started. Right. And, and we were all doing these Zoom meetings um, in my I put up in my bathroom a uh, like a cork board with, with, with post-it notes and memos and stuff on it. And it sits behind the toilet um, and I would do meetings from there because I'm like, they want to do meetings at eight o'clock in the morning. That's where I normally am. So I'm just going to set it up and make it look like an office. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is there an echo? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's my it's like a garage office is where I got oh. it set up. That's what I would say. I said it was my garage office. So now now there's a whole bunch of people out there watching Greg going, "That's son of a bitch! <laughs> he lied to us." That's right. Well, at least Matt Getz can't remove me for lying. So there you go. Well, you know what? Um, well, perhaps uh, I, I'm wondering if during any of the Zoom calls anyone asked for a courtesy flush. No, 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 no. Listen, if you had smellophone. The meeting would have been over. That was <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, let's get into today's program. But before we do, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, let's say hey, uh, hello to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years. You probably got one of their rifles and don't even know it. Well, now you can buy from them factory direct for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Some of them a little bit different than others. Uh, now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional Race. Congressional race is even more important now than ever, right? Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, you want a good holster? The best tactical concealment holster on the market? Get over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Use the discount code The Rundown. That's all one word. Uh, no spaces, all caps. Get a nice little discount. And if you're going outdoors, going to the field, decide to go all tactical, want the best gear around, you get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please take a moment. Visit our sponsors. The links are in the description to this program. Check them out. Spend some money with them. Make sure you tell them it was the guys over at The Rundown. That sent you. All right. Uh, getting into today's news stories. Uh, this first one, well, you know that, so the city of LA 
uh, or the, I'm sorry, the county of Los Angeles has gone to zero bail, uh, meaning that, you know, if you they're basically just letting criminals out, if you get arrested for a crime, uh, unless they deem you to be a danger to others, uh, they're basically going to just let you out with no bail. Well, in Chicago, they uh, they had already instituted this. And when I say Chicago, I mean the state of Illinois. It's the first state that had done this. Well, now there's a a breakdown of uh, of basically of all the folks who have actually been released there in Illinois. And, uh, well, let's just say that uh, I don't know how some of these folks were deemed not to be a danger to others. This is a piece that's over in the Washington Free Beacon. It says, meet the violent criminals roaming Illinois streets thanks to this to state's cash bail ban. Now, in other words, there's no cash bail, meaning you can't require someone to put money up uh, in order for them to be able to get out. And I'm gonna, I just want to read some of the, the, the bios of some of these folks. Uh, here we go. One of the released suspects, Nicholas Coxer, uh, was charged with three counts of aggravated battery to a peace officer. Coxer uh, also faces phone harassment charges after prosecutors said he left his girlfriend a voicemail that implied he would dismember her body. Coxer was arrested for the alleged offenses in 2022 and remained in jail after failing to post bond. Once the SAFE Act went into effect, however, Coxer filed a petition for his release. Then we've got this guy, Terry Johnson, who is already on parole for armed robbery and aggravated battery, was released after allegedly breaking into a high-end boutique. Johnson and six other suspects helped steal $68,000 worth of purses and other merchandise. Esmeralda Aguiar, meanwhile, allegedly battered four police officers in downtown Chicago, two of whom required medical attention. Cook County prosecutor Kim Fox, who has received millions in campaign contributions from liberal billionaire George Soros, failed to file a detention motion in the case, meaning Ag- Aguilar was immediately released. Now, they promised that when they, they started pushing this stuff, that, well, we're not releasing violent criminals out on the streets. I, I, I'm sorry, but in this case, what was it? At least two out of the three of these folks attacked police officers. You got, you've got armed robbery, You've got aggravated assault, and you got someone who basically threatened to dismember their girlfriend, wait, and they've wait, been on. released say, on their own recognizance without say, bail. Did not say threatened to dismember. Craig said implied they would dismember. Uh, now, now I, I'm curious, what does implied to dismember mean? How does that happen? How does is that like? Listen. I'd hate to accidentally slip with this knife and your head come off. How do you imply that? I'm, I'm curious. How do you imply <laughs> to dismember? What's the legal definition of implied to dismember? Oh, I'd hate for there to be an accident and your legs got separated from your body with the knife. That's How do you imply to dismember? Um, the, and, and the second comment is um, Kim Kim Fox, the city prosecutor, We and we know she's, again, Soros bought and paid for. Have you noticed the trend for these Soros... Uh, uh, women that have been put into office all have these slightly porn names to them. What what what's the mayor's name there in San Francisco? Uh, London Breed. Okay, 
their their slightly porn name right? How about what is it? Keisha Lance Bottoms in Atlanta. You got Bottoms. Well, I, now Breed, London Breed, Bottoms. I I do not believe it was was Soros funded. I don't. I'm not saying she wasn't. Uh, I okay. it was Chessa Bodine who was the the district attorney who was Soros funded who actually got who actually got the boot and you know that kind of sounds like a uh, poor name. It's, I'm just saying there's a, it's just, a in this case it's a dude. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of borderline porn names going on there with the Democrats recently. Um, and and listen, I do want to pat the uh, the the state of Illinois and the county of Los Angeles on the back, Craig, because. Where inflation is going crazy, they have found a way to reduce the price for people, uh, you know, that need the money. So they they've cut the price of bail back so you can afford it. So I mean, they're doing their part. They're doing their part. Yeah. All, all I know is once again, this this is why I say Republicans have an opportunity right now that they've never had before because I, I really believe the fact that there was not as big a red wave in 2022, Democrats have truly jumped the shark. They are passing yeah. policies that are literally harming their own constituents. And it's them. It's clearly them. Even the, even the mainstream media, they're not pointing out that there is harm, but they are pointing out that these are their policies and this is what they're doing. And people are seeing the effects on the streets. And Republicans need to take advantage of this stuff. They, when I say take advantage, I mean they need to point this stuff out. They need point to be looking at folks like Ami Barra. Ami Bear of California 6th Congressional District. Yeah, that guy, yeah, he's pro-crime. He's for indoctrinating our children. He wants them to be surgically altered. That's right. And that's what we need to be doing is pointing fingers right at him. These are their policies. Yeah. No, no agreed. I had a conversation yesterday with people concerning um, DEI. And I said, you know, well, DEI, how could that be bad? It's uh, on its face value. It's diversity, equity, and inclusion. How could that be bad? I said, have you read their definitions of what those words are? You know, it's just, you know, again, taking back the language and making sure we take advantage of the flaws of the of the Democrats right now. Well, you know, you're you're totally right, because that's what I've noticed is that when it comes to a lot of these terms, they create these these these, these terms or they redefined words that we've that have had a certain meaning forever they redefine them uh, and then they implement policies that are completely and utterly inconsistent with what they claim their goals are i'm sorry and i yeah. agree the best example the most plainest example i can think of is anti-racism do you know how do you know what the 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 king of anti-racism the the author of anti-racism how to wrote a book on how to be an anti-racist ibram x kendi said he said the only way to the only way to overcome past discrimination is present discrimination. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the only way in which to yeah. over I mean the only way in which to overcome present discrimination is future discrimination. In other words, the only way in which to be an anti-racist, an effective anti-racist is to be a racist. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's just again, you know, we we saw this in the in the second amendment community in the gun control community how they uh, redefine words to make them, you know, look like uh, like we're the warmongers, you know, like, oh, we don't need weapons of war on the street. You mean modern sporting rifles? Is that what you're talking about? I just, but, you know, get those catchphrases, get that clickbait and, they, and they're winning. Exactly. Folks, don't just, don't just read the headlines. Stop just reading headlines. Yeah. Take the time, go and read the whole article. And cause I, and especially get to the end. Cause the one thing I will give some of these, some of these reporters some credit for is, they do often report the other side. It's just usually one paragraph and it's at the very end. 
And then what you do is find the person they quoted or the organization that they quoted, Google them, find them, and then you'll get the whole story. The rest of the story. story. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Like that, like that. All right, moving right along. The Dem version of bipartisanship. And I wanted to bring this up for two reasons. One, uh, well, let's just say, you know, obviously we know yesterday uh, we talked about the 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 ouster of uh, Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh, and I found it kind of interesting that the reason why they ousted him was because he chose to, uh, well, work with Democrats in order to, uh, well, in order to be... Uh, in order to in order to prevent the the shutdown, in order to pass a continuing resolution, well, then they turn around and they work with Democrats in order to in order to oust uh, in order to oust the uh, the uh, the speaker because there were only seven Republican votes in order to oust Speaker McCarthy. There were only seven. Uh, and all the rest, basically, all the rest of the votes all came from Democrats. Uh, and by the way, this is when it was funny because you had you had Akeem Jeffries who put out a statement basically saying, well, you know, we're continuing. We're only interested. We want to work with uh, uh, Republicans and we want to do so in a bipartisan fashion. Well, if you want to do it in a quote unquote bipartisan fashion, um, perhaps a, a an overwhelmingly partisan vote to oust the the speaker, uh, Republican speaker, it's not exactly bipartisan. In fact, the interesting thing is, Mike, chances are, and you brought this up in our in our in our uh, uh, pre-show conversation, chances are they're going to wind up with an even more conservative speaker who's even to, willing to work with them even less. Yes, yeah, yeah. Bring back up that title page there for me, Craig, if you would for a moment. Um, I've always had a uh, in, in English, the English. About it. She's going to, you know, she's. <laughs> Remember, she had a problem with the truth. Yes, this is good stuff, Craig. You're missing. You're missing it. Oh uh, no, I'm not missing it. <laughs> no, I'm saying she uh, hasn't uh, lied in San Fran- in the city of San Francisco for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, or well, then it would be laid in the city of San Francisco, I think. Right, but all right, that's a different meaning too. Um, the um, I, I disagree with you, Craig. I, I I do not believe that uh, McCarthy was removed for uh, working with. Uh, the Democrats for bipartisanship. He was re- he was he was removed. The uh, the motion to vacate was because he made certain commitments prior to taking office of things he would not do as Speaker of the House. He made deals, he made promises, and he he violated all of those here in the past week or two. So they moved to vacate him, as they told him they would if he ever did anything. In fact, they had the specific one person vote to motion to vote to vacate put into that agreement packet, and he violated. What he promised the other Republicans he would not do, so they came through on their uh, on their uh, um, their promise to him. You do this, we'll do that, and that's what happened there. So um, bipartisanship, Craig. I listen. You, you know, can we can we can we talk about the hypocrisy of this? Now, now you're having the Democrats say that the Republicans are not being bipartisan enough. Uh, I, I mean, I just 
it's 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 dumbfounding. I just shake my head and you're like, you, you want me to comment on what? You, you want you want to you want to talk about us not being bipartisanship being the problem? Uh, uh, can we have a conversation? Can we can we go back to Obama and his pen? Uh, you know, and he's just going to do what he wants and bypass Congress uh, and, and and do executive actions. The same thing that we see Joe Biden doing constantly, and we see the Democrats in Congress just shaking their heads, going, "Oh yeah, no, it's the right thing to do, so it's okay. We don't have to be bipartisan when we think it's okay." Although when you're not bipartisan because you have the House majority, we're going to call you on it every time. I, I just I wish it was throw punch Thursday, Craig, because I'd be handing them out right now. Well, I, but my, my point in terms of the bipartisanship thing is this, is they are not going to get anyone to run for speech. They're not going to elect anyone to speaker who is willing to work with Democrats. In other words, they're, if he okay. wanted something bipartisanship, McCarthy was the closest he was going to get. The Democrats was the closest they were going to get. It's only going to the speaker, whoever it is going to be next, is only going to be less willing to work with Democrats, not more willing. Yeah, look at the smile on my face. Okay. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just saying the okay. once again, the point that I'm trying to make is they are not interested in bipartisanship. Because like I said, if they were interested in bipartisanship, they wouldn't have voted to they wouldn't have voted to vacate. okay with this Just, I, <laughs> I don't know this, i this is, i think it personally i think it makes us look like a banana republic but hey you know what we were already headed down that road so might as well go might as well jump in with both feet this holds those rhinos feet to the fire now is your chance to see who you are are you republican or are you a democrat okay here we go we're we're, we're a tight majority let's see if we get the job done based on your republican and conservative values and if you're not We'll call you on it and cast you to the well, side. D- define, define, get the job done. What's that? Define, get the job done. To pass more conservative bills and laws. Yeah, that won't happen. See, but if, that's why I'm saying now it's time to hold those rhino's feet to the fire. Right. No, I'm telling you, it, it won't happen because you have a Democrat-controlled Senate and you have a Democrat in the White House. Yeah, you can pass legislation out of the House all you want. It goes nowhere once it hits the Senate. That's all right. I'm all right with that. Okay. Then there you go. Right that. That's why you're That's not, why I specifically not... asked, what's, yeah. what is getting it done? If getting it done is simply yeah. passing legislation out of the House, then yeah. bam. Okay. That's, that yeah. is the agenda from this point forward. Is it simply pass conservative legislation out of the House? Correct. All Correct. right. Which also means approving the Congress, or excuse me, approving the budget, right? Because I don't have to pass a bill to be effective. It's got to, the budget's got to pass the House, right? Uh, and if the House doesn't vote on it, we're not going there, right? And then you can start holding their feet to the fire. Get them, the Democrats, to make concessions. Oh, you want to pass the budget? Guess what? We want the VA funded, all right? We want the border wall funded. We want less money going to the Ukraine. We'll play ball once you start playing ball because we control the money. Well, no, and I, once again, I don't disagree with that. I'm all I'm all for that. But in order to play ball, you got to be willing to play ball. You can't simply say we want everything our way, and 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 the other side gets absolutely nothing, because the other side right. won't play ball with that. Right. Yet McCarthy wasn't doing that. Right. M- M- McCarthy was doing was doing the oh we're gonna I'm gonna tell 
this side of the house that this is what we're doing, but then I'm going to give it up to the Democrats anyway. I'm going well, to say that was a question. You're right in that that was a question raised, and I don't I don't have a lot of detail on the whole Ukraine funding thing, yeah. but that is something that has been cropping up that I want to get more. Re- I want to get a better understanding on. But they did get right. what eight percent reduction in eight percent reduction in 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 discretional spending, which is more than any Republican leader has ever gotten out of Democrats. Right. Which is a good thing, right? Right. But it wasn't what he was. It wasn't what he was empowered to do by the rest of the Republicans. Yeah. They said, "Get this Ukraine funding out of there." Yeah. Well. I, well, as far as we know, I all I know all I know is I wish this could have been something that could have been dealt with uh, without it having to be so public, without having to remove a speaker or publicly remove a speaker, um, because once again, it just it makes it, it once again it makes us look like a banana republic. I, I think it makes the conservatives look more unified and uh, and it gives them a little more strength. No, it doesn't make them look unified because the majority of conservatives actually voted to keep uh, McCarthy as speaker. Uh, I think they can look more unified going forward. And that's that's going to be the important thing is who's going to step up and be that leader that is going to bring conservatives together and drag the rhinos in, <laughs> into the converse, into the uh, into the caucus uh, and uh, make them be uh, make them be a part of this process. But like you said, right, now, if the goal is pass legislation out of the house, I don't disagree with that. Let's get let's get conservative legislation passed out of the House. Uh, and by the way, it's also got to be we've got to work to expand our majority in the House because and by the way, take back the Senate. That's all got to be part. That's all got to be part of this, because in the end, that's how you govern is by becoming majorities and by winning the White House. That's the so I mean, that's, ultimately that's, what it comes down to is is being in a position to be okay. able to meet the decision makers. So let's let's. I don't know you you disagree with this, but I don't think you're listening to the terms I'm using. I said it makes the conservatives stronger in the house. Did not say the Republicans. I said it makes the conservatives stronger in the house. I said it exposes the rhinos. It takes the fake Republicans and exposes them for who they are, and perhaps remove them when it comes election time. Once well, you make the conservatives more, hold on. Once you once you make the conservatives stronger, once you expose and remove rhinos then that's also going to signal to the rest of the folks out there, the voters out there, that, look, the House has finally got their crap in order. We need to get more Republicans in Senate because the Republicans and the conservatives are now passing bills out of Congress. Now we need the Senate to be able to sign off on them also. So we need to change the number of senators up there to more conservatives with ours next to the name to actually vote conservative. So that's that's the methodology for this happening. Well, but okay, so you're saying there's only seven conservatives in the in the house. No, that's not what I said. I said it makes the conservative the rest of the there's more than seven conservatives. We know you got a group of twenty or thirty rhinos in there that are gonna go either way no matter what, right? So those are the ones we have to focus on. Those mm-hmm. are the ones. Because right now we got a majority, but we might as well not have one. It depends on what the bill of the day is. You know, it depends on the deals made between the uh, you know the Democrats and the Republicans for what am I going to give you? What are you going to give me? And we need to start holding true to our values more than the, the two deals that could be made. So what you're talking about is rather than trying, it, it it's less about exposing rhinos than it is uh, forcing your caucus to be as one, forcing them to work together very much in the same way that the Democrats actually get their caucus to stay together. Because in the end, uh, for these rhinos, they're rhinos because they believe that's what they have to be in order to stay in office. 
And if they believe that it, that uh, if it's either be exposed or, uh, or it's either, it's either be exposed and, and potentially lose, uh, or, you know, lose office the, in the end, they're going to wind up saying, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and go with this. I'm going to go ahead and vote with it because in the end, I'm not going to be able to get anything done. Uh, if I don't, if I don't work with my caucus and that's, by the way, that's the way it's gotta be. I hate to say this, but, uh, a strong leader needs to hold his caucus of, uh, accountable, uh, needs to make sure that if you don't tow the party line, that there is a price to pay. And, uh, quite frankly, there, that has not been the case. There you go. Agree with you there. Yep. Anyway, uh, very good points. All, um, uh, very good points. All I very much, I agree with, I agree with a lot, if not most of what, of what you had to say. I just think here's the thing I will say is it's going to get a lot uglier before it gets better. I'm all right with that too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving right along. CCW sensitive places on hold. You might know that's a very big thing. What's happening in a lot of liberal municipalities or anti-gun municipalities, they're actually passing legislation that will, uh, that basically defines their, they call themselves conforming the law to fit Bruin, but that's not what they're doing. What they are actually doing is they are passing laws that are defining pretty much most public spaces as sensitive places so therefore you cannot carry a firearm there. Well, we're seeing here another incident there in Maryland where uh well, a judge has basically taken issue with some of their in with some of their their quote-unquote sensitive places laws. It says here, while lawmakers this year removed the good the good and substantial reason language from Maryland law that the Supreme Court found unconstitutional, Maryland is tightening gun laws to prevent someone from carrying a concealed handgun in certain areas. For example, the law will generally prohibit persons from wearing or carrying or transporting a gun in an area for children or vulnerable adults like a school or healthcare facility. It also prohibits persons from carrying a firearm in a government or public infrastructure uh, infrastructure area or a special purpose area, which is defined as places licensed to sell alcohol, cannabis, a stadium, museum, racetrack, or casino. Gun rights advocates are challenging the law in federal court, but it's still set to take effect on Sunday. Now, they're sent that, but what's happened is, is that, as noted here, there has actually been an injunction that has been put in place uh, on some of these on some of these sensitive spaces, in right. particular bars. Right. Uh, I believe parks and government buildings. Yeah, and, and right, like you said, they're 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 weaving their way through uh, uh, the Bruin decision, trying to find ways that weren't covered under Bruin. Uh, you know, Bruin did everything except except say um, these are the places. Don't contradict us. You know, and 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 they gave some examples, but not didn't specify every place that exists in the country. Right. Uh, and that's what they're doing over on the on the left. We've seen it in New York, New Jersey, California, Maryland's had it for a while now where they're coming up with these. Well, let's see in Bruin. They didn't say uh, health health uh, rehabilitation centers. So we'll put that in there. That must be a vulnerable center. And, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a distinct lack of, uh, of acceptance of reality on their part where they could use the words like we don't want guns where people are vulnerable. OK, guess what? That's where you want people with guns, where people are vulnerable, 
where you've made people vulnerable to attacks by criminals. Okay, that's where you want the law abiding citizen. They continue to confuse the difference between a law abiding citizen carrying a firearm and a, and a criminal carrying a firearm. The vulnerable areas, the places they want you not to carry a firearm are the places most likely you will need a firearm to defend yourself and others. And they could they continue to purposely get that wrong. Well, they don't care because they consider anyone who wants to carry a firearm, they consider to be a danger. That's that, oh, anybody who wants to carry a firearm, no matter if they are law abiding, no matter if they've gone through background checks, no matter if they've gone through training, uh, they equate you, the law abiding citizen with a concealed carry permit. They equate you with a criminal, with someone who yeah. seeks to do harm to others, who seeks to rob, kill someone who seeks to harm others and steal uh, you're equal in their eyes. So therefore, but the, but, but, but you're unequal because the criminal is still going to carry the gun in the place where they don't allow you. The law abiding citizen has a choice. You either no longer become a law abiding citizen. You are now a criminal only because you are violating their new law and their sensitive spaces or sensitive places law. Uh, as opposed to you know the guy who's going to not only violate that but is also going to uh, going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yep, agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah. It anyway. Uh, but what's re what's refreshing is is you once again you're seeing that these sensitive places, these overbearing sensitive places, these things are being thrown out, or at least they're getting an injunction. And trust me, judges don't usually do injunctions unless they believe that the uh that the plaintiff is likely to win right correct and, and right now they're recognizing that harm would be done and that's the thing this specifically they justice thomas said and Brood, you can't just give blanket statements and make all places in public sensitive space sensitive places you can't do that and that's exactly what they're doing that's that's what new york did basically right they said uh okay all of manhattan is a sensitive place but no right. you don't get to do that you know no Right. He not only do you not get to do that, it's the ruling specifically said you don't get to do that. Well, let's say this. They, they didn't say all of Manhattan was what they said, Craig, was all public transport in and out of the island of Manhattan. Well, guess how you get to Manhattan? <laughs> it's either the roadways, the rail, the air oh. or, or the boats. They said you can't have guns there. So how am I supposed to get in or out? It means I oh. can't have it. Well, dude, in the state of California, like, for example, I can't take my gun to church. How many how many shootings uh, or attempted active shooter situations have we seen at churches? Right? Plenty, I can't take it into public gatherings. What the hell is a public yeah. gathering? What counts yeah. as a public gathering? Is yeah. how many people are in a public gathering? You yeah. can't have it at a demonstration. Well, what if I'm walking down the street and there's a demonstration and I'm carrying... I have nothing to do with the demonstration. Does that mean now I'm in violation of law? How about if I am driving past that demonstration and I'm carrying a firearm? Am I now in violation? I mean, this is the sort of idiotic madness that they're passing. And yeah. once again, we now all have to be held accountable for it. Exactly. Exactly right. Time I was like, now, yeah, okay, now we all got it. We all, we have increased the likelihood of ability to be able to carry, but most of us, it's, they've kind of made it kind of, kind of useless. Anyway. All right, moving right along, going back to fire alarm gate. Oh, this is a fun one. So, you know, Jamal Bowman, the guy who, the Democrat who basically tried to keep them from passing 
the uh, continuing resolution to keep from prevent it from from shutting down the government. Truth is, if he had actually been successful, he might have saved Speaker McCarthy's speakership. But he was unsuccessful when pulling the fire when pulling the fire alarm. Uh, and the funny thing is, is that he tried to say, "Well, you know, it was an accident. I I, I was trying to get out and." And, and basically, his, his whole argument was, I was too stupid to know that pulling a fire alarm wouldn't open a door. Or, I was, too stu- I was so stupid, I thought that pulling a fire alarm would open a door. Now, you and I all know that that is not the case. That that, I sincerely doubt that he is that stupid. But he, the very fact that he thinks that we will believe that kind of shows he is probably that stupid. But the worst part is, is now he's coming back and he's saying, well, he sent out talking points to all of his fellow conservatives. All, I mean, I'm not conservatives. All of his fellow uh, Democrats. He sent out talking points, right, to say, you know, well, let's call them all Nazis. Yeah, that's it. We'll call them all Nazis. It says here, the New York Democrats press secretary sent a memo on Monday afternoon to all House Democrat offices requesting that they defend Bowman for the flap over the alarm, which was prompted, which, which has prompted a Republican to push to sanction him. A copy of the office's uh, communique was obtained by Politico. One suggested response from Bowman's office to questions about the incident, quote, I believe Congressman Bowman when he says this was an accident. Republicans need need to instead focus their energy on the Nazi members of their party before anything else. Now, last I checked, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't any, but I don't recall anybody being identified as a Nazi uh, in the Republican caucus. In fact, Craig, the closer party to ideologically to the Nazi party would be the Democrat Party. The Nazis were the National Socialist Party, right? And yes. now we have people identifying in Congress as the Democrat Socialist Party. All right. So the closer to the Nazi ideology would be the Democrats themselves. So it's 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 almost comical to hear a Democrat call to me anyway, to hear a Republican or see be called a Nazi by a Democrat when the Democrats are the closer ideology to it. Um, this guy, Bowman Craig, uh, he, he's lying. He's lying. Listen, I did criminal investigations for many years. And, and you know, you, you take some people, you listen to what they say, but you knew when it was time to put the screws to them when they did three things, lie, deny, make counter accusations. When they did that, you know, they were tripled down on their own guilt. And here you go. You got Bowman right here doing lie, deny, make counter accusations. Well, and what gets me is, is I'm like, you know, this is this is their defense on just about everything. If you disagree, it, it, no matter how small the thing is or how big the thing is, if you disagree with them, their fallback is always you're a racist. Yeah, 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 it, exactly right. Because they figure, how are you going to respond to that? How are you going to respond to the fact that I'm a racist? Um, y- you pulled a phylum. It's like here's the thing: if I were truly racist, if they were true, if Republicans were truly racist. They would believe that this man was so stupid that he couldn't read the sign that said, this is a fire exit. If you pull the fire alarm, an alarm will go off. But you know what, Craig? You can't call him stupid because he's black. And if you call him stupid, then you're a racist. Then you're a racist. So, I mean, but, 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 so, but that's the thing is that unless you believe that, 
unless you believe that he is illiterate. I, I can say illiterate. Just, just, just claiming that he is illiterate because he can't read the sign that clearly warned. And does that make does that make someone a racist? No, no, no. Again, it's it's strictly because you're a Republican, which is a predominantly white party, so you can't say anything bad about a black man at all. Otherwise, you're a racist. Okay, so I can't point out that most school principals, because he was a school principal, uh, would have been able to read that sign. Perhaps the school he was in was one school, and, and unlike every other school for the past 65 years, that has had fire legislation in place that clearly marks all things fire and fire related because we've had no no deaths from fires in a public school in 65 years. Perhaps his school, Craig, didn't have that. Or their fire alarms were culturally biased. And, and, and you know what? In his defense, in his defense, um, only about 25% of the kids uh, in his school were actually, or no, I'm sorry, two-thirds of the kids. Not two-thirds, I'm sorry, one-third of the kids in his school, only about one-third were actually proficient at reading. So... Oh, maybe well, you maybe you had the blind leading the blind or the illiterate leading the illiterate. So, right, maybe the sign said do not pull, but he only, one-third of the English he can't read, so he thought it said do pull, there, you know? Okay. I, I'm, look, folks, I'm, I'm Democrats, I know you're sitting up here, you're like, but I'm trying to give the man a little credit. Anyway, time for us to move, <laughs> try for us to move along to our party shots brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholster.com and get your hog holster today. Remember to use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. This first one I enjoy because, uh, well, it's just good stuff. Uh, here you have the Biden-Harris secure border, right? And when you pull it away, guess what you got? You want to describe that one yeah, for the you, folks? You've, you've got uh, Elon Musk here wearing a, a doctor's white smock over his scrubs. I don't know what that is, but... Um, <laughs> He's he's a pulls the Biden Harris secured border poster off the wall, and behind it is the breach in the wall and the buses, American buses waiting to take them away. Exactly, exactly. I've heard stories of, of border patrol officers like high fiving people as they come across. Anyway, yep, yep. All right. By the way, in defense of Jamal Bowman, I, he has introduced new legislation, according to the Babylon Bee. According to this, him, this new legislation says Democrats propose $12 billion study to determine what this strange red handle thing he does. <laughs> yeah. It's a fire alarm, folks. It says fire, pull down. Yep. <laughs> hey, $12 billion. They're getting off cheap on that study. Hey, maybe he thought it said fired. And he was thinking of Kevin McCarthy, and he was trying to pull it down because he got fired. Oh, well, there you go. Except that was beforehand. Maybe he's like, yeah, I want to fire Kevin. Pull it down. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. Perfect. There you go. He's pulling his lever to vote. There you go. That's what it was. That's what he thought it was. Do I want to fire him? Yes. Pull it down. Yep. (laughs) And, uh, well, here's the deal. And this is a good Twilight Zone moment. Imagine a vaccine so safe that you have to be threatened to take it. For a disease so deadly, you have to be tested to know you have it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is where we are these days in the uh, in the resurgence of the uh, of uh, the COVID. <laughs> Interesting yeah, the, stuff. COVID twenty three. Yeah. COVID twenty three. All right. Well, folks, that's it for today's show. But before we go, we got one more quick shout out to our sponsors. 
Yep, Hitman Industries, hitmanindustries.net. Check them out today. You can get rifle or pistol caliber barrels in any length you need for your next AR rifle or pistol build. That's that's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional Race. And, of course, if you're going to the, going outdoors, going to the field, going woods, hunting, hiking, camping, whatever it is, you can get everything but the gun over at uscombatgear.com. Please take a moment, visit our sponsors, and let them know the guys over at the Rundown sent you. And with that, we're going to call it a day. But we will be back tomorrow for Throat Punch Thursday. We'll see you then. Wow.